Father, thank you that my lips uh, speak what's truth and what's on your heart. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to look at the scripture in, in uh, Psalm, uh, probably very familiar to a lot of you, Psalm 512. And in Psalm 512, it says, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him with surround him as with a shield. Um, that's been a, a scripture that's other versions. Uh, it's it's worded maybe a little different, but the the whole idea is that God surrounds the the righteous with favor as with a shield. And my wife Marta Lewis has a a testimony about this. If, if Pastor uh, David and Scarlett can play tag team. We're going to have a tag team a little bit here today. So I'm asking Marta to come up and share the, uh, the relation or the uh, revelations that she's had over this. I'm going to be very short, but uh, to tell you, this scripture is Psalm 512. It became one of my favorite scripture, and um, uh, at that particular time. They were talking about that uh, my job is not going to be uh, is going to be canceled, and uh, uh, so I knew I needed to have a job. I needed to started to pray for particularly for for a job, and uh, I remember it was about 2 a.m. in the morning. I was praying, and uh, then I received um, the word from the Lord to go and sit and just listen. So. Uh, he took me to Psalm 512, and um, uh, New American Standard says it a little bit different, but it's okay. It really is saying that the righteous, uh, and I knew that I am a righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So the Lord blesses the righteous as and surround me with favor as with the shield. So as I sat there two in the morning, I had this revelation. Now I'm from Europe, and so in Budapest, Hungary, we had a lot of the um, uh, telephone boots. They are like four-side glass telephone boots, and uh, I saw myself being inside of this telephone boot. And um, uh, however. Outside on the glass, all that was written is favor, 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 favor. All four sides were favor. So the people didn't see me inside of the booth, but all they saw was favor, 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 favor. So as I sat there and I began to pray in the Holy Ghost, and uh, the Lord reminded me of, that I am a righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And you need to know that you are the righteousness. If you are a believer, you have the robe of righteousness on you. So because favor is not automatic, the scripture will show you that, and I'm pretty sure Pastor Dan will talk about it. But um, it, it really, by faith. And so as I sat there, uh, I started to meditate on this. It became such a deep revelation for me. Well, next day, I went to work, and this was, uh, and I didn't know that, that was a Friday morning, and uh, they told us that as of today, this is our last day at work, and uh, and then uh, I needed to uh, look for another job. So it was uh, lunchtime, 
I had an hour wait for lunch, and uh, I went down because I knew that another company came into town, and I went down to apply for a job. Well, when I got there, it was like about 2,000 people waiting in line. Mm -hmm. Well, I figured, you know, one hour, and there's no way I'm going to make it for the 2,000 people and to apply for a job. So I walked up there to the door, and there was a security guard at that door, and um, he had uh, asked me a question, do you have any, what can I do for you? And I said, well, uh, you can help me. Um, uh, I'm, I'm just applying here to apply for a job. As we were talking, he said to me, well, just go in the back of the line. And as we were talking, all of a sudden, uh, I see a gentleman right behind him coming toward him in the back. And he said, is any problem down there? Is any problem? And he says, no, there's not a problem. I just told her to, she's applying for a job. I just told her to go back. The gentleman stops and he says, uh, what kind of job are you looking for? And, uh, and I told her, I told him what I was looking for. And he says, um, uh, I need you on my team. I need you on my team. Well, I didn't know that he was the store manager. And uh, so he says, I need you on my team. And then he said, I would like to hire you as a resident assistant store manager. Can you start Monday? Now, this was Friday. As I say, well, I said, sir, I would love to be on your team. That is, I didn't know what position at that point. I didn't know what position I should really apply for. I said, but tomorrow I have to fly to California for my girlfriend's wedding, and I'm the the bridesmaid. And um, I said, uh, but I can be here Tuesday. He said, a deal. Be here Tuesday. You're hired. So I got hired, and I did start there and I became the assistant uh, store manager for a residence assistant store manager. The reason I told you this this story because I remember the revelation that I got that night. It wasn't just something I read from the Bible. It really became in my heart, just as you were saying. It really ministers in my heart. And then after that, the Lord, we used this. This was many years ago. And uh, the Lord allowed us to use that scripture, Psalm 512, that knowing that I am covered with favor as with the shield. And, you know, after that, in four places, I find scriptures in the Bible where Jesus, did you know that, that Jesus needed favor? Mm -hmm. He was actually in Luke 2.52, as says, Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with men. With God and with men. If Jesus needed, he's my example, I certainly, you need it too. We all need favor. We, Jesus loves each one of us the same way. But, you know, when in, is, uh, the Lord broke it up for me, Samuel, when we became missionaries, I started to look into this scripture. Because as a minister, Samuel needed favor. The scripture says in 1 Samuel 2.26, Now the boy Samuel was growing in stature and in favor, both with the Lord and with man. So we can grow in that. And then as a church member, 
In Proverbs, one of our favorite scriptures in Proverbs 3, the fourth verse, so you will find favor and good repute, which is understanding in the sight of God and man. If I obey the word of God, as in the first one and two says, talks about it, then I will have favor. And as a church, in Acts 2.47, they were praising God and having favor with all the people, and the church grew. You know how important it is, even for as a church, we to have favor in the community. So I just wanted to share quickly with you, because to me, this is one of my, I would love to preach this message. But Go ahead. No, you <laughs> do a wonderful job. But I just, I think this is a wonderful revelation. If you can grab this, that we are covered with favor as with the shield. Everywhere Amen. we go. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Well, perhaps you've already figured out that the message for today is about favor, uh, specifically the favor of God. And, uh, you know, if anybody should know about favor, I mean, this building we're in is a, is part of the favor of God. I, I know the story about how this, this property came in into the hands of Pastor David and Scarlett and us. And uh, that's the favor of God. Uh, you know, if, if you've ever heard uh, Dr. Jerry Seville teach, he teaches probably on favor more than anything else he teaches on. And one of the things he points out, and I'm, and I'm trying to flow into this too, is that uh, when something good happens, look at it as the favor of God and say, that's the favor of God. And that is the favor of God in my life. Uh, we look at this opportunity to stand here and share as the favor of God, that, that we can share the word of God with you. And, uh, you know, an, another another word for favor is grace. And And the very most elementary definition of grace that I that I remember from when I first got born again was the unmerited favor of God. Now, now grace is much broader and there, there are different kinds of grace, but for our purposes today, that's what we want to look at is the unmerited favor of God. God wants every one of us to be successful. Why? Because when we're successful and, and people know that we give glory to God because we know where that success comes from, it, it makes God more attractive to other people. People want what you have. You don't have to be uh, flamboyant or, or brag about things. Just live your life surrounded by the favor of God, and and people see it. People want that. But how do we do that? We need to we need to look at that today. There are benefits of of walking, living our lives in the favor of God. One of those is supernatural increase and promotion. Now, I've, I've had some of that in my own life when I worked at Costco and, and went from being the guy who cleans the toilets and sweeps the floors to being in management in, in the warehouse that I was in basically overnight because, because the, the warehouse manager was watching me and saw something in me, 
I mean, there were, there were lots of employees in that in that place that that thought that they deserved that uh, promotion more than I did. But there was something that this manager saw in me, and I was given favor. And I look at that as that's the favor of God operating in my life. You know, and it's the, there are tons of biblical uh, examples. Look at Joseph, who was sold by his family, sold by his brothers. You know, I had some trouble with my brothers and my brother and sisters, but they never sold me or did anything. They do. They were mean to me sometimes, but. You know, there was a line that they didn't cross. Well, Joseph was sold by his brothers as a, as into slavery, uh, still had favor with God even as a slave. But, you know, being a slave is not the best life you want to live. And then gets falsely accused and throws into, goes, gets thrown into prison. That's another life you don't want to live. But, but over the years, and it was like 12 years that he was there before he was recognized as this guy's got something and and was promoted to be becoming the second most powerful person in the whole land of Egypt. Anyway, that's a whole different story. But um, favor can restore things that were uh, taken from you, that, that, that the enemy has stolen. Uh, favor can give you honor in the midst of of your enemies all being against you. If you look at the 23rd Psalm, he says, uh, you, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That's favor. It's, it's not taking you out of the presence of those enemies, but giving you favor right in front of them. I think that's cool. Um, can give you great victories against great odds. I mean, when everything looks bad, you look at David. Uh, Facing Goliath, and and this is just one of the things that he had to face. Uh, he had the favor of God surrounding him. There was he he just went and and ran towards that problem instead of hiding from it. Um, you can get preferential treatment even when you seem like the least likely candidate. You can you can go to the front of the line when. When uh, you're not supposed to go to the front of the line, but the, when the manager says, "I want you on my team," that's the favor of God. Amen. Um, there are things that God will grant your petition because you're surrounded with favor, as with a shield. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at when uh, some of you may have heard of uh, Bill Winston, who's a pastor of a church in in Chicago. Uh, Bill Winston, God told Bill Winston to buy a shopping mall. A shopping mall. The whole mall, not just a part of the mall. And the problem was that he had counselors and everybody around him, and, and he said the uh, the main problem was that the mayor doesn't want to sell this property to a black man. Bill Winston was a black man. And Bill Winston said, what's that got to do with me? You know, I'm surrounded with favors, with a shield. And, and it's, that's a whole long story. The bottom line was he got the shopping mall there in the shopping mall today. It's just an amazing ministry that he has there. Uh, we've been there for conferences and, and it's just, uh, we, we like Bill, Lynch, Bill Winston's teaching and, uh, he knows about the favor of God. Um, Proverbs 12 and verse 2 says, a good man 
obtains favor from the Lord. A good man obtains favor from the Lord, but a man of wicked intentions he will condemn. You know, think about how how would life look if if I knew all day, every day, I am surrounded with the favor of God. You know, uh, if if every door opened for me and I could go through and I'm surrounded with the favor of God, I've got confidence that I know that I know that I know that God is favoring me in every circumstance. Uh, you know, we used to have T-shirts that said, God loves you, but I'm his favorite. <laughs> Uh, I, if I'd have still had that shirt, I'd have worn it today, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's meant in humor, and there was a couple of people who got offended by it when we wore it in, in Europe and explained what it was, but, uh, it's true. You need to look at yourself as, I'm God's favorite. I'm, I'm surrounded with favor as with a shield. God loves me. God wants to give me favor. And, you know, once, once you realize that you have God's favor, you know, that just does a lot to fears and your anxiety just out of the picture. Um, but the truth is, God's favor will change your life. This is not going to be a dry message. Um, but one of the things, I want to share with you some things that I think will, will help you step into more of God's favor. And one of those is you need to know that you already have the favor of God in your life. You know, uh, most Christians believe they have to earn the favor of God. And it's, it's, it's not true. You don't earn it. Uh, you already have it. God saved you. If you're born again, you were saved because of the grace, the favor of God. That's what it says in... Uh, Ephesians 2.8, for by grace you've been saved uh, through faith. And that's not of yourself. It's the gift of God. It's a gift. And, and remember, again, you're, we're, we're looking at, at grace is unmerited favor. Um, a, a simple way to put it is, is grace. Grace is favor. And God's favor is the power that changes things in our life. You know, uh, what's been about five years ago now that, that, that we had the hurricane come through here and, uh, you know, we, we rode it out. We, by faith, stayed there and, and our electricity didn't even go off. But, uh, it was, it hit the day we were supposed to be leaving for Europe to go to Hungary and Romania and, and minister over there. And uh, so obviously we didn't get to go that day. And everybody was trying to get out of Florida because of, of the storm and, and uh, the airlines were just booked full. So uh, we had to go a couple days later. And uh, so as we're rebooking, and Delta was just overwhelmed with, with the request to change and all that kind of thing. And so I, I was looking through the thing and, and saw, as I was trying to change it online, I saw there was a Delta One seat available. Delta One is just a step above first class. It's first class and then some. It has the bed that lays flat. It, it has a big screen TV and uh, 
so I clicked on it and got it. And here's we're 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 riding Delta One across the ocean. That never happens. That never happens. So when we got to uh, got to Tampa, we we finally got to the airport in Tampa. I made the mistake of asking a girl, "Is is there going to be enough connection time in Amsterdam?" Uh, because I saw that it was going to be short connection time, and she looked at my ticket. She, oh, there's been a mistake. Uh, this this can't be right. So she changed our seats from uh, first from Delta One back to the back of the plane, uh, which is not where you want to be crossing the ocean. It's it's a long long flight. I was kind of put out, but we really were careful about the words we let come out of our mouth at that time. And so I, I asked a couple more people, yeah, they must have made a mistake, they must have made a mistake. So we get to New York. I ask another person, yeah, they made a mistake, you can't, you can't fly this. Just before boarding time, I, I go on uh, up to one of the guys in the red, red vest and I say, uh, and, and by this time in my, Mind, I probably had given up on getting back to, to first class or Delta One. I wanted to get closer to the front so I get a little more leg room. Work tall people and, and, you know, being cramped up for eight hours is not ideal. So I showed it to this guy and I had, had the tickets, the original tickets with the seat numbers that I printed out with me. And I, I said, you know, explain what happened. I said, here's the seats we thought we were getting. And then, and he said, oh, well, wait a minute. He, he he gave them back to us, and and I'm getting messages on my phone saying your seats are back here, back here, back here. Oh no, I'm not going to say anything now. I'm watching the words that come out of my mouth. And we went went in there, and I said I didn't even talk to Marta about this. I'm being careful. And finally, the door closes. And when the door closed, I said, "Yes, we're here. We're not being moved back." Uh, so, and I just look at that as a favor of God. Listen, maybe if you don't fly much, you might not appreciate this, but if, but we fly a lot across the ocean and uh, we very seldom ever get to fly first class or especially Delta One. Uh, this was the shortest flight I have ever been on. It was, uh, it was uh, New York to, to Amsterdam and, and I wanted to circle for a while longer just so I could uh, enjoy it more. But that's, that's part of the favor of God that's that's happened in my life, um, but it, it's the grace of God, it's the favor of God that allowed you to be born again. Uh, and remember, we keep going back to Psalm five twelve. You're surrounded with favor as with a shield. The righteous are surrounded with favor as a shield. That scripture is talking about the born again child of God who serves God. It's talking about you and me. And, you know, I remember the first time we taught on righteousness in, um, among the uh, Romas, the gypsies in, in Romania. And, and I'd say, okay, say this. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. They about choked. They, I'm not me. I'm not righteous. I can't be. But that's what the Word of God says. God made you. It's not you. You didn't do anything. You could never make yourself righteous. But God made, uh, Jesus made us His righteousness and, uh, 
that that favor surrounds us constantly. You know, we should see ourselves wrapped in God's favor. Maybe it's a phone booth. Maybe it's a saran wrap or something. But, but get an image of yourself wrapped up in the favor of God. When you jump out of bed in the morning, maybe you jump out of bed in the morning. I typically don't jump out of bed in the morning. I, I kind of slither out of bed. But, uh, but that's, you know, remind yourself, I, I am, I have the favor of God. I'm surrounded with favor as with a shield. And, uh, one thing, uh, you know, some people think that, uh, well, you know, I know people that aren't, that are believers, but they're not really surrounded with favor as with a shield. How come God doesn't surround them with favor? The truth is, He does surround them with favor. See, it helps you to know that you're surrounded with favor as with a shield. If you don't know it, you can't really tap into it. It's like any of the other promises of God. If you don't know about it, there, it's, it's going to be very hard for you to participate in it. So, the truth is, God does surround everyone with favor, but if, if you don't know it, you can't participate in it. Second Peter two or 1 and verse 2 says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According to Second Peter one and verse two, it says God's God's grace, God's favor, is multiplied to us through knowledge. You, you have to know about it. Um, the first thing you you need to do before you can access the favor of God and any of the promises of God is know that they're yours. Um, then you can you have the ability to receive them by faith. Uh, remember, God saved you by His grace, by His favor, um, and and God's favor provides every imaginable blessing that you will need while you're on this planet. Um, but you receive it by faith, and where do we get the faith? Well. Faith comes by here, Romans 10:17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What do you hear most is your own voice. One of the keys to receiving any of the promises of God is to guard the words of your mouth. To speak in agreement with what the word says about who you are. And and be consistent with that. Instead of, oh, nothing good ever happens to me. I'm always in the wrong place at the wrong time. No, 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 no. I started saying years ago, uh, when I finally caught myself and realized what I was doing, I, now I say, and I say it many times a day, I'm in the right place at the right time all the time. And you need to say it whether it looks like it or not. Because the more you say it, the more you believe it, the more it is a reality in your life. Um, but you need to get the word in. And, and it helps to know that God is always searching for someone to be, to give his favor to. You know, it's, it's sad that a lot of people are slow to receive 
God's favor or any of God's promises because you know we think we're waiting on Him when He's really waiting on us. So God's already done everything that He's going to do and everything that it takes for you and me to be uh, fully cared for while we're here on this earth. It's, it's been provided. I mean, health, prosperity, uh, peace of mind, joy, deliverance from, from all of the problems that we have. Um, look at Second Peter 1.3. We did we did verse two, but let's look at verse three. Um, his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by glory and virtue. And on top of all that, life in heaven after we leave this earth—it's all part of His favor. Um, You know, you can't really even get away from God's favor. Look at Second uh, Chronicles chapter 16. Second Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 9 tells us, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Now, I know the King James Version instead of loyal says uh, perfect, but it's the same the, the Greek word means uh, either mature or or faithful or loyal. But God is always looking for somebody to bless. That's that's His nature. You look at, at the 23rd Psalm again. Uh, my cup runs over. That that's the, that's the nature of God. God knows when the the Glass is full, but he likes to run it over. He gives us more than we need. Um, he's, he wants to give us his favor. Um, if you really want to find out the, the fullness of the favor of God, get in his word. Find out what he says in his word. Discover what he desires, the ways he wants to bless you and believe him and then begin to expect to receive. Every day, declare what the Bible says that God surrounds me with favor as with a shield. And and add to that as you go through this. I'm blessed coming in, blessed going out. Everything my hand finds to do prospers. It's find words, uh, find scriptures from the word that, that remind you of the, the goodness, the favor of God. Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Or I can do all things through Christ who surrounds me with favor as with a shield. Those are all things that, that declarations that you can make. Um, and, and, you know, if you're up to your neck at challenges in your life, that might not be the easiest thing to do. But you need to, to stare those challenges in the eye and declare to them, you know, the righteousness of God. I'm a child of the Most High God, and I have His favor. He's with me. And, uh, you know, you're going to have the voices that are telling you, no, 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 that's not going to work. 
uh, things are terrible all over. It's just, it's worldwide. And, uh, you know, there's, there's no hope for you. I mean, look at you. Look at who you are. See, that's one of the problems I had for a long time. I know me. I live with me. It's, it's, uh, but God is no respecter of persons. And, and I, I just, I'm so thankful for that because it, it's brought me out of many hard places. Um, we also, we need to understand that you have to release your faith for God's favor to come. God's favor is yours, but there are a couple of things you must do to enjoy the benefits of it. Um, it's, but it's with every other spiritual promise, it's by faith, and you then release your faith. That's what, you know, you look at Abraham. Abraham, uh, look at Romans chapter 4. Uh, God promised, uh, made promises to Abraham when things were impossible. Romans 4, verse 18, talking about Abraham, verse 18, who, contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. Sarah couldn't have kids when she was in her 20s, let alone now she's in her 90s. Um, He did not waver, verse 20, he did not waver at the promises of God through unbelief. That is so important. You don't waver at the promises of God. Don't waver at the thought of being surrounded with favor as with a shield. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. And then keep going on to to chapter 5, verse 1 says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into his grace, his favor, in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. That verse uh, In Romans 5, we just read verse 2, we have access to faith, uh, by faith, into grace, into his favor. Uh, our faith releases it in Jesus' name. So, Think of yourself as being like Abraham. You know, that's how life is for all of us. Sometimes things don't look so good. Sometimes there's a worldwide pandemic. Uh, real or imagined, it still has the effect of, of paralyzing people, putting fear into people. Um, look at the different different situations where, where David and, and Joseph and, and so many others in the Bible had to go through facing their giants and and could not back up and, and retreat. They had to keep going forward in faith, surrounded with favor as with a shield. And and when we face natural obstacles, we still need to believe God anyway. If it looks like everything's falling apart, what does the word say? 
I need to get back, I need to get that word in my heart and coming out of my mouth. And when we do that, put the word in, speak it out, that's when we'll start having victory in every area. We need to believe it and act on it. Whatever you might be facing today, stand up, get right in his face, and say, tell it, I'm a born-again child of Almighty God. His supernatural favor surrounds me just like a shield. Amen? All the time. Not just, not just, I'm in trouble. I'm always surrounded by favors with the shield. See, some of the things that, that we see as the favor of God are just, might seem insignificant to a lot of people. But it's still the favor of God. And the more we, we, uh, identify that and, and rejoice in that and, and recognize that, the more it's going to be built up and, and be uh, more in our lives. Um, so there's nothing that you're facing today that can be stronger than God's power, God's favor in your life. Um, and just have the attitude that I am surrounded with favor as with a shield and I am walking triumphantly throughout through whatever I have to go through. You know, back to Psalm 23 again. The Bible, it says in Psalm 23, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You know, all of us have probably gone through something that we would consider being kind of our valley of the shadow of death. When you're there, you can see some things that are pretty scary. But it, it's you're moving through it. Don't set up camp there. Don't build a house there. Walk through that valley and you do it with with faith in God, knowing what His promises are, that He has surrounded you with favor as with a shield, and He will prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Well, that you know, people think, well, yeah, that'll be great when I get to heaven. No, that you won't have enemies in heaven. Uh, it's it's for here and now. This is where those things take place. So um, expect things to happen. Expect the favor of God to be uh, surrounding you all day, every day. You know, I can tell you some of my own experiences, but from the Word of God, your life won't be the same if you tap into the, the knowledge and, and, the, and living in the power of being surrounded by the favor of God. I want to close with, with something and... and, and uh, Something that Oral Roberts used to say whenever he would end his, his TV program. He would say, and we say this quite a lot, quite often, something good is going to happen to you today. Amen. And I believe that something good, we say that quite a bit. Something good is going to happen to us today. Something good is going to happen to you today. Be looking for it. Be, be aware that you are surrounded with favor as with a shield. Father, we just thank you for your word. Lord, thank you that we are carriers of your favor. We are surrounded with favor as with a shield. Lord, we thank you that no weapon formed against us can prosper. That's part of your your uh, favor. We know that we are blessed coming in and blessed going out, and everything our hand finds to do prospers. That's part of your favor. Lord, we thank you that... Uh,
You are with us always, Lord, and you desire good things for us. Our cup runs over. We thank you for teaching us today. We thank you that uh, we will be doers of your word, not just hearers. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. You're surrounded with favor as with a shield. Amen.